Hey, Charlie. Hey, Isaiah. What's Amy's favorite fruit? Pa uh, pa paya paya. <laughs> Welcome to the No Spin Dash Zone. I am your host Isaiah, and I'm joined with Charlie. Hi. And Stephen. Hi there. Yeah. So that I'm really proud of that joke, and you guys don't get to take that away from me. Can, can I just say about that song? I yeah. I don't. I feel like I had nightmares where that song would get slower and lower into like some kind of demonic twist, like that I, one scene from a extremely goofy movie. <laughs> I definitely believe that because there's exactly enough going on in that song that it could that that happening yeah, could be horrific. Because sometimes it feels like it just goes forever. Well, and also hey. like she whispers, like the singer just kind of whispers in your ear in the middle of the song. I had to shave it. <laughs> That's what she whispers. But the, the problem is I have no idea what the heck she says before that. In fact, I'm just going to look at the lyrics while you actually talk about the game. Steven is dying. By the way, this is part die. two of our Sonic Adventure uh, retrospective. Yeah, this is, this is our second episode of Sonic Adventure. And this week we played through Amy's story, Gamma's story, and Big's story. And one of us played through the supersonic story. Some of us played through big story. Yeah. So and there may or may not have been approximately thirty-three percent of this podcast that just decided not to play through big story. Yeah, that uh, that would that would be Steven. Oh, I'm sorry. The Sphinx looked so cute. I had to shave it. I don't know. And it was it was a Persian cat. I don't know where there's a cat in. This the thing that gets big. me about Amy's song is number one, it's mostly nonsense like it doesn't seem to be about anything specific it's not nonsense it's just not connected to the game yeah well it's not connected to the game but it's not connected to itself either no it is like it's just a it's a song about a girl being like creepy about a guy like, but it's also like it's a little bit what's what's the word like like uh, like absurdist it's tonally a little bit somber sometimes well, I don't know about somber, but it's just like it's an absurdist. Song. There's like, there's bits where she's like, uh, I, I, link the link the lyrics, Charlie. Yeah, okay. Let me let me Google the lyrics so that I can make sure. I mean, he talks about a he, which is clearly supposed to be Sonic. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's kind of the thing I've had a problem with Amy's themes, especially "Follow Me," which is in Sonic Heroes. That's yeah. I, that's just one of my not favorites of that. They're not good. They're not like. I mean, I definitely like this more than that this game the song isn't that bad but it's just well no this song is awesome like this is probably the best song this song is really good yeah but also like as far as just what the lyrics actually mean it's like really problematic there's there's a bit where she's like i guess i'm just a self-centered girl but there are nights that i have trouble going to sleep and then later she's like you probably need me just as just as much as i need you and then later she goes uh i honestly need you just as much as you need me like there's it's so like like they that's just not, that's not absurd though. That's it's just not like, absurd. It's like sad. Like <laughs> I guess it, it's not. I don't know. It's not sad either. It, it's just like maybe maybe like sad isn't the right word. And what is the word I'm looking for? Like delusioned is better. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because it's put within such a like upbeat song. Delusioned is not a word. I made that word up. <laughs> that's I hope fine. we all knew what I meant though. Yeah. No. I I understand. Disillusioned, is that right? No, because that's when you've realized that something is an illusion. 
And if we approach the song from the standpoint of this character is obsessed with the subject of the song, right, then that still doesn't work for Amy because she isn't really obsessed with Sonic in this game. Well, no, that's the problem. The song doesn't have to do with the game. Like, it, th- it like, pretends to, but, right, like, yeah. actually Amy's story is a lot better than the song implies, just like with Sonic Heroes. What I, what I think is funny about Amy's story is that it, it, it kind of implies this, like, uh, a where are they now part of living. Because she's, like, living in the city where you know you have to survive. <laughs> you know you have to survive, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's got to keep, keep that, that dream she's alive. Just, she's just grocery <laughs> shopping, which implies that she has some sort of income. Yeah! And, like, a place to keep groceries, and also, you know, she can walk into the human grocery store, yeah, being a care. hedgehog. Like, like the, the shop owner just kind of talks to her, like, yeah. you know, where you get the golden egg, and, like, when I was in the last story, I went there with Sonic, and he was like, you should, you should treat her right. It's like... <laughs> yeah, this implies that they have an apartment. It, it's a weird, like, amalgamation, like, it's freaking Dragon Ball, where there's animal people, but they're not even human-shaped. Well, it's also interesting because when you play Gamma's story and you try to talk to people, they react to you being a giant robot. Yeah, but they don't react to any other character. You guys are severely burying the lead here. Where (laughs) is she taking those groceries? Where is she taking the groceries? Does she have a house? She probably has an apartment, yeah. Yeah. Why don't we go there? (laughs) It's housing in the city is expensive. I would love like Amy's Guys, apartment. I would love to see that. Big lives under a tree in the woods. Like Sonic doesn't have a house. Where is Amy? Like Knuckles literally lives on a rock. Knuckles literally sleeps outside. Tails has a workshop. Yeah, yeah. Tails also has a house. So like Knuckles, so like Sonic definitely has to have a house, right? Or does he live with Tails? Like where, who does he I room think, with? I'm pretty sure Sonic is a hobo. I definitely think that's true. Feel like he's just late. He's just laying in the mystic ruins. I kind of don't think he sleeps. This doesn't add up at all. Like it implies things that shouldn't be implied about these characters, and once they are, it makes Sonic <laughs> seem to be the most absurd one out of all of them. It's definitely Sonic is is the most. Cause Amy, does Amy have a job? Probably. Cause she has an income. She has to, but that is still not the weirdest part. The apartment is definitely the weirdest part because having a cartoon character who doesn't actually live anywhere, having a job is pretty normal. Yeah. But, okay, what does she do for a living? Uh, She's a professional whack-a-mole player. (laughs) That's true. She could be be a pest exterminator. So, how do you guys feel? First question about Amy's actual gameplay. Mm -hmm. How do you guys feel about the fact that it's just full of constant panty shots? Oh, yeah, I'm not super into that. I honestly didn't notice it as much this time. I don't know. Maybe this time. She, I think that theoretically her gameplay is the best, actually, out of all of them. Yeah. It rewards speed, but it's a little hard to build up that speed because a slight yeah. turn can, like, ruin your momentum. Yeah, her her momentum just can't be maintained, which is... Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because Sonic's super can. Like, Sonic Everyone does else not is. get turned down. Like, nobody else slows down by turning. Everyone else, including the character that is actually a tank, like, yeah. doesn't have to slow down to... Like, they don't have to use tank controls, but Amy kind of does. Yeah, which is interesting. Like... I don't think it's necessarily bad. Um, I think it's bad. I think it, it kind of works for what they're trying to set up, but I don't think it's fun. It doesn't, because here's the thing. It would work if the levels were designed around that, like if her levels were mostly tunnels that you had to kind of work around. Like, yeah. I love... The, my favorite parts of Amy are probably actually the Hot Shelter level. Is that what it's called? Or is it called Final Egg? Uh, Hot Shelter, I believe. 
Is, is that a level separate from Final Egg? Uh, yes. It's the one where basically they have these, like, electric lines that you have to get over, and using her hammer jump, like, you can get over them easier than using the regular jump, so it rewards just running forward and, like, being yeah. bold, which is really cool. I, I really like that segment. Most of our other levels don't work like that. They actually have a bunch of weird switches and stuff. Yeah. You have to go, like... <laughs> a bunch of different directions in a square room to use, which is like super counterintuitive to her controls. And you also have the enemy behind her, which is also kind of counterintuitive to her controls. But yeah. you get to use the hammer, which is nice. Because they kind of basically force you to use the hammer, because otherwise you wouldn't really use it as a weapon, because the enemies in this game aren't. Oh, was it Final Egg and not Hot Shelter? Or does she have both? She has both, but what okay. I was. What, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you guys off. Well, Final Egg, like, is because it was a Sonic stage. It really utilizes her like potential with her hammer. Yeah. Like yeah. you get a lot of good stretches to to hammer jump and whatnot. Like there's right. one where you ha there's like one segment where you have to hammer jump to get over a certain ledge, which is really nice. And yeah, yeah, you can also use the hammer jump like in the cool Sonic like exploitable by design way to like get over obstacles that Sonic couldn't get over as easily, which I think is really cool. Yeah. But the problem is that they have her do these things where basically, like, I think the worst of it is the puzzle, in air quotes, where you have to put <laughs> boxes, like, you have to pick up boxes and put them down in holes. Yeah. Not only because, like, picking up things in this game is just impossible. Like, you have to be angled perfectly, and then you have to be at the exact right distance, and then you have to hit the right button, which is sometimes easy to forget. And then after all of that, sometimes it still doesn't work. <laughs> Yeah, especially, like, it's so finicky with, like, you put the box down, and if it's, like, you know, a couple inches off, it's like, sorry, that doesn't count as solving the puzzle. Yep. And then, while that's happening, so the first time it happens, you have to place four boxes, and you're not being chased by anything, so it's just tedious, and it's clearly tutorializing what will happen later. The second time, uh, the, the robot guy is chasing you, right? And mm -hmm. so it's like, oh, yeah... I hope you like having to slowly play something precisely while a robot's on your tail, you know? Yeah, while being the character in the game who cannot turn well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is interesting. I also think if I were to redo that bit, if I had to redo that bit, but I had to keep the placing blocks on the ground puzzle for some reason, uh, <laughs> yeah. I would have it so that the first time you only need to place two blocks and then... The next time you have to place two blocks while the robot's chasing you, and then the next time there would be three times, and the third time you would have to place four blocks while the robot's chasing you. Because yeah, but like definitely it, just take the puzzle out altogether. It doesn't make sense that they tutorialize the puzzle and then only have you experience it one time. You know? I mean, like it just doesn't make sense. Period. Like it's just bad. There's there's a lot of stuff Amy has. Actually, this is also in uh, maybe it's in Hot Shelter, or not Final Egg. But there's bits where it's like, oh, this door is closed. You have to like friggin' rotate a crank in order to open it. Uh, but a robot's chasing you while you're standing perfectly still. So like, be sure to manage that. Yeah. By the way, another question about Amy. How do you guys feel about the crank rotation animation? Oh, I I wasn't uh... paying attention to that. I like it, but, you know, I'm not going to go any farther with that. I I was offended again. I, look... Do you want to look up a GIF of it? Here, I'm going to find a GIF of it to send you. I'm the person to be offended about stuff like that, but I just never notice it. What I, what I like about Hot Shelter is that it's the one stage Sonic doesn't have access to. Yeah. So Amy gets to be the Sonic of that stage because she gets to access all the areas. Though, to be fair, Gamma does get to access, like... She, 
game diverges at a specific point. Because there's a switch that takes them to two different rooms, but, like, still, it's really cool. In fact, they end on top of each other or something like that, like, they're ending areas. I want to say about Hot Shelter. Uh, there's a public restroom in Hot Shelter, which is on the egg carrier, which means that Eggman built a public restroom in his egg carrier. Or he just likes the aesthetic of public restrooms. Like, he is Eggman. He's into some weird stuff. I kind of feel like Eggman, like, is like, once I take over the world, or once I take over uh, Station Square and build Robotnik Land... It'll be a beach resort. It'll be a beach resort, and then I'll have guests, and I'll have to take care of them, right? I mean, like, he does have a thing for, like, theme parks, right? Yeah. He does have a thing for theme parks. <laughs> like, he, not only does he have a restroom, he has two restrooms. It's a men's restroom and a women's restroom. Yeah, like he... Yeah, there is no reason for that women's restroom. He's got amenities. And, and, amenities. He has a scene Amenities. There's a pool room. Yeah, like he... Okay, and also... Well, that makes sense. Like, he, he's probably a man that's, like, into, you know... His chow garden is also a tropical beach. Yeah. That like, does... Okay, we can't pretend that that exists in the game's canon. That's true. <laughs> we cannot pretend that Eggman actually takes care of chow although, That does not add up. Although, the chow garden at Station Square, you know how, like, it's a big door when you enter? Yeah. In the ADX yeah. version? Yeah, impossible physics. Yeah, in the original version, it's still an elevator room. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. And there's, like, a minecart that takes you over to, uh... You know what? It's like ruins one. It doesn't but, make sense either way, though. I mean, it makes less sense for the egg carrier one because it's a teleport and just takes you to this island that has egg carrier aesthetics. Do you know why it doesn't make any sense at all? Because time freezes in those spaces. There are three spaces in this universe where time is isolated unless a sentient being is inside of them. To be fair, to be fair, uh, eggs will hatch while you're gone. So That's not true. So That's not no, true. it is true. No, it's because not true. I, I promise you it's true, because I go in there, two eggs, I leave, I come back, uh, two hatched eggs and two chows. I can tell you right now, Isaiah, that that did not happen to me. I specifically remember it because I was trying not to hatch two of the eggs, and I moved chow around a lot because I kind of banked some of them, and then put one of them very specifically in the, what is it called, the central square area. This, this did happen to me. Okay, well then you just stayed around too long, and then when you came back, you hadn't noticed and they had hatched while you were gone. Or, like, I mean, they'd hatch while you were turned around. If if that happened three times, sure. I mean, that's not impossible. And Charlie and I both have opposing experiences. So Eggman has a, a public restroom in the egg carrier. Uh, <laughs> Are which you is back on this again? Yeah, it's, it's... I just... I like it because Eggman's like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna have guests. You know? See, I would like it more if I didn't think that it were genuinely just, like different people working on different parts of the games and they made a public restroom that didn't fit anywhere else? Well, here's the other thing. There are two bathrooms in Sonic Adventure 2. One is in... Er, not Sonic Adventure 2. Sonic Adventure. Jesus. One is in a hot shelter. Sonic Adventure 2 bathroom. So <laughs> One is in a hot shelter and the other is, is in Casinopolis. So, like, nobody, nobody accidentally made a bathroom... Somebody made two bathrooms and was like... Are you telling like, me that you don't think it's possible that someone just went and made assets for a public restroom that was supposed to be, like... Also, 
again, I really don't think the people working on the assets here were the same people that were working on the plot, and the, those weren't the same people that were oh, working on developing sure. Eggman as a character. So I don't think that this proves that Eggman wanted people on his ship. Like, I just look like it's a fun idea, but I'm just saying, like, as far as the game is actually concerned, like real design purposes i think it's just there randomly death of the author it doesn't matter what their intentions were now that there's a bathroom and hot shelter it's canon that eggman built a bathroom in his egg carrier okay cool so is it canon that angel island shrunk up like a shriveled head look is it I, canon is I it can't... canon that amy has an apartment a that is canon i don't care what anybody else says that is canon we're gonna say one more thing about the bathroom it's that the fact that the kikis are in there and are possibly crapping or trying to do a surprise attack. But either way, it reminds me of Goldeneye. Charlie, are you saying those robots are pooping? Yeah. They're poop bots? I mean, Gamma does I that. mean, they're monkeys. Gamma poops? Not Gamma, um, Omega. Isn't he the one that, like, fart clouds come out while he's running? I, I have no idea. Those games don't exist yet. <laughs> one of the robots, while they're running, like, just, like, farts stuff out. Dude, like I don't, it, it, I don't it's know. It's supposed to look like exhaust, but instead, because it doesn't come out often enough, it just looks like <laughs> random gas clouds. You might be thinking of Egg Robo. Is that Metal Sonic also? I think Metal Sonic does it in Sonic it, Adventure. I think it might just be Sonic R, if, if that's what I'm thinking of. No, Yo. no, it's not Sonic R. I know it's like... Speaking uh, of Metal Sonic in Sonic Adventure, at the beginning of Amy's story, she has a flashback to Sonic CD. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, friggin' Sonic is carrying her, and, and uh, Metal Sonic is chasing the two of them. Yeah, it's one of my favorite little uh, bits. And also, the environment that takes place in is clearly just a 2D image. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Final yeah. Fantasy VII. No, 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 no. That's not allowed. You are not allowed to say that. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII and, and Resident Evil do this, but it's good, and this yeah, it's is beautiful artwork. not. It's, because it's, just a, a, it's just a flashback, whatever. But. Well, I mean, yeah, but there's there's a bit where they go behind something, and they're just in front of it, because it's yep. a flat image. Yeah. Again, it, like, you cannot compare it to stuff like the PlayStation games of the era, where they worked really hard to make beautiful environments in 2D instead of trying oh, yeah. to, okay, like, blend like, their I mean, way through 3D. You're right that it's, like, a two-second bit and doesn't matter, but also, it's silly. Like, if we're getting granular about animation, then we have to get granular about how bad it is. Yeah. Moving, moving away from the 2D image, you do see Metal Sonic in uh, Eggman's base in Mystic Ruins. Yeah. Just floating yeah. there, as well as, like, a Mecha Sonic who has, like... It looks like he has, like, pistol fingers because of well, the holes in it. Silver Sonic that you see? It, it probably is Silver Sonic, but, like, it's it, it's very different to any iteration we've seen before. That's almost like yeah. it was meant for something that just never happened. Yeah, I always like the stuff like that in... That, like, honestly, I think the hot shelter is my favorite. Is that what it's called? That area? Uh. Because it's just. The... That's Eggman's base in Mystic Ruins, yeah. Because that's Final Egg. Okay. I thought it was. I just always thought it was called Hot Shelter because the music that plays there is the. Like, that's what that theme is called, I think? So, no. the Sonic News Network refers to this robot as Unnamed Sonic Robot? Yeah, thank you, Isaiah. Very helpful. <laughs> I like stuff like that. But you know what? No, that is, that song is called Final League 2, but I don't know why. I guess I just always thought it was called Hot Shelter because isn't that the level you go to is Gamma? Oh, you know what? Area? So in this area, this is the Final Egg area. Area. Hot Shelter is on the Egg Carrier, and Final Egg is on Eggman's Mystic Ruins base. Yeah. Okay. Which, which, which is funny because it's actually Gamma's first stage. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah. you go to Hot Shelter from that area, don't you, as Gamma? Uh, no, no, you go to the Egg Carrier and then you're in Hot Shelter. Wait, when does the base get made? The the base is there from the start, but like not necessarily because sometimes it's, it's not. just not there. Yeah, no, it's it is not visibly there for most characters. The tunnel to it isn't there. No, it's it, it itself isn't there. Yeah. You never see like the the freaking Vegas lights like oh, live yeah. from Mystic you Ruins. You don't see the tower until there's a tunnel to it. Like it's not modeled at all, not even on the floor. It's just there when it needs to be, basically. Yeah. The, right, because the, this game's canon is so important. The physical continuity of this game is as much of a mess as the logistical continuity of it. Anyway, Amy's gameplay, all right, might be my favorite if it were tuned up a little better and her levels were actually designed for her. Yeah. yeah. I but do... as it stands, it's really, really bad to play, and it's kind of anti-fun because of the robot that chases you. I don't yeah. know if we've been explicitly clear about it, but in Amy's every Amy level, a robot chases after you for no explicable reason. Well, I mean, the reason is... The no, not the plot, not the plot, the gameplay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, because you need an obstacle. They need to do something different just to make it different from Sonic. Yeah. It's not I, the best way to do it. They didn't do that for Tails. I feel like it was really how can we mechanically make Sonic, like Sonic and Amy's very distinct from each other. Tails' levels are not at all mechanically distinct from Sonic's. The only difference is that you have boosts in the air instead of on the ground. And right. even Tails, Sonic gets those sometimes. Tails' story is also not different from Sonic's. So, yeah, you know. But I'm just saying, like, we don't need to make Amy just decidedly worse to make her different. <laughs> That's fair. I, I just kind of like the... It's... I mean, this is really just my own interpretation because I love interpreting this game to hell and back. Yeah. I mean, it's a highly interpretable game. Right. But, like, the reason, like, the robot's going after Amy anyways, as we figure out, is that the bird that she finds has a Chaos Emerald with it. Mm -hmm. But, like, that's after Hot Shelf, so when you go to Final Egg, it's still chasing you, so it's, like, under the implication that this this robot is malfunctioning, which makes sense, because it's it's technically E100 Alpha, which is the precursor to E101 Beta, because he doesn't even refer to that as uh, Gamma's brother in his story. So yeah, I just yeah. like this this idea that it's just a really crappy prototype and then you finally <laughs> and then after running from it you you destroy it and it's great i love this also the robot is called zero as yeah. in like e one o zero. yeah uh which is that's just good we should also note that gamma is technically the father of the bird that is hanging out with amy i see yes. i don't know if it was ever like stated i, I always said it was like no, I always thought I was the mother. Charlie, that's gender roles. Get out of here with that. What? I don't know what that means. Like, the birds don't really have any specific gender, and they could the be bird, siblings, the and pink. they could be parents. <laughs> oh. Exactly. Gamma's so, bird is pink, but Gamma is definitely male, right? <laughs> Gamma, well, Gamma is a robot. But he's a bro, right? You could right? say it's a female trapped in a male's body. Or non-binary. No, but no, but 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 like Gamma calls his other robots his brothers, right? Right. Yeah. So that to me implies like why would Gamma be the only female out of all his brothers? <laughs> I guess so. Well, it's more about the, it's it's weird. You have to. It's a real hard to like distinguish the the robot from the bird, you know. Well, also yeah, like trying to pretend that any of that actually matters is silly. Obviously, they're androgynous because they're robots, and the bird isn't gendered, so you can't pretend that it's a gender. But I'm just saying that like the idea that Gamma is the parent to the bird that is carried by Amy is hilarious because a robot should not be the parent. Yeah, because it like stares at him in the prison scene. 
So yeah. this seems like a great transition to Gamma story, uh, yes. but I'm not ready for that. So we're going to stay on Amy's. Uh, in Amy's flashback, uh, you see for a little bit of Chaos's appearance, and uh, if you haven't played Gamma's story, then you are probably going to be under the impression that that signals bad news. Uh, and then when you play Gamma Story, you go, oh, wait, hold up, Chaos is the protector. Uh, and I think it's cool that even in flashbacks, uh, the game is able to make you perceive the same event differently based on uh, whose perspective you're playing. Yeah. All right, tell me about Gamma Story. <laughs> so Gamma Story is actually the best in the entire game and possibly in the entire <laughs> history of... No, no, it's no. Also, it also sucks. No, you're right. Like... The thing that sucks is not the story, it's the cutscenes. The story is amazing. The stuff behind it, the yeah. things that you can pick apart if you care about the game. And by this point, if you're here at Gamma, you care about the game. Yeah. So anyone who gets the Gamma story is either like being forced to play this under weird circumstances. <laughs> because they are because they have a podcast. I, no, guys, come on. Don't pretend <laughs> you didn't choose to play this. Like, <laughs> you don't get to do that. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if you're here, you're already willing to pick this game apart because that's what's interesting about it. And mm -hmm. then you're going to get to Gamma, you're going to enjoy it. But the problem is that, like, Gamma animates horribly. Like, not even just <laughs> in the way that he's a robot. Like, he just looks disgusting. Yeah. I like it when he just hyperventilates. Like, he just yeah. shakes violently. Yeah. It's a really good animation technique where they accelerate his regular animation. So, so Gamma's story has a lot of amazing subtext and terrible text. <laughs> I like Gamma's like, voice. It's the perfect example of this game's story is fantastic if you ignore the actual cutscenes and writing. Like, you just have to interpret a better version for yourself. Right, which you, know? you just can't when reviewing it. <laughs> yeah. But which what sucks. I will say about his story is that you get the most Eggman lines, which just means that it's the best story. Also. Oh, yeah, for sure. Eggman is just fun to listen to. I just... I like the scene with the other E-series robots, and the music sounds like grander. It's like a, it's like it's like a game show. Where it's like a he's it's like he's running an academy for robots. <laughs> but like, it, yeah. it, it really shows how how meanless the robots are because he like almost trashes Beta before Beta's like, no, let me go, and then he just sends them other ones away for getting the wrong frog, and you you hear them speak, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, and that's the only time they speak. I love the fact that we get four unique frogs in this game for some reason. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> They're, like, almost color-coded to them, but I never yeah. actually pay that much yeah. attention to it. And then they get warped away, and Delta, like, looks at Gamma, and Gamma's just like, oh, no. And then he goes to interrogate Amy, but oops. He, like, makes, like, a weird swerve to the other room where he sees <laughs> Beta being yeah. mutilated. That is amazing, not only because it's, like, a super creepy scene that's really interesting for, like, robots and oh, robotics yeah. in general and stuff, but, like, when he comes out, he was like, wrong room. <laughs> yeah, he goes, this is the wrong room. Like, he was like, it's... oops, my bad. <laughs> like, as if he walked in on someone taking a shower, but it was his friend getting ripped apart. And it's, it's, the, perfect, it's the perfect case of amazing subtext. And I even think the text here is good, because yeah. he watches his brother being taken apart, and like just doesn't react emotionally externally because he's a robot and also probably he he may or may not react internally like it's hard to tell because he's a robot but so he leaves and he goes this is the wrong room and he just has to be like yeah nothing i didn't see anything 
You know, well, it's not that he didn't see anything; it's that he does not have the functions programmed into him to react at all. Like he can't right. do anything about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's just made worse when he encounters Amy, who helps him a lot, and yeah. After that, he just kind of like, I, I gotta go against Amy. I gotta save my brothers. Well, yeah, there's this really cool sequence of him because after that point, you have the hover ability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And once you get that, we'll talk about that more when we actually get to the gameplay, but once you get that, there's a sequence where you fly over Mystic Ruins, and for the first time in the entire game, that environment looks nice, because it does this cool <laughs> sweeping, like, pan effect of Gamma sort of, like, leaning down and kind of sadly just landing, and, like, he says some robo-jumbo. Yeah, he's, just, he's deleting like, the data of his master what, and all that. Yeah, he's saying, like, he's deleting the master protocol and deciding that he has to fight Eggman. Yeah. And it's really cool to, like, watch him do that in the, like, nice little sunlit area as he's, like, panning down to the next place you're gonna go. It's it's also great because the rest of the game is about him trying to get to the other robots to destroy them, which in his protocol is saving them. And right. so you can read this on multiple different levels, right? The most textual level, which, again, is the worst level, uh, <laughs> but it still works for Gamma, is he's he's malfunctioned and like saving and destroying is the same thing like yeah. every time he destroys a robot he goes all right i i freaking saved delta you like know he's just a murder robot now <laughs> yeah but then subtextually because every time a robot gets destroyed uh an animal pops out right and so that's what he's really saving can i tell you, know? you how hilarious to me it is that it's just the stock animals that come <laughs> out of them like oh i guess he was a rabbit yeah. I, ha I have a story about this. Mm -hmm. One of the main reasons I got the Dreamcast version is because wikis were telling me that they had flickies inside them in the Dreamcast version, and then I played the Dreamcast version, and that was not the case. So oh, I man. furiously edited those wiki entries to make sure that, <laughs> that was not the case because I was really disappointed by that. Oh, I it love it. It would have been great if they were flickies, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, it would be great just... if they had unique animals. Yeah. I'm pr but I'm pretty sure they're all birds, like, One's a parrot, one's a peacock, and I guess the other one's a swallow. But yeah, I think they are all birds. They but, like the generic ones. Isn't there a buzzard as well? No, the buzzards in the second game. The, the, no, the, I thought... no, no. So there are three animals for every type. Oh, you're right. You're right. There's no buzzard. That isn't the same. Yeah. The, yeah, because is... the buzzard replaces the swallow. Oh, I saw something that I thought looked like the buzzard. Okay, it was probably the swallow. Yeah. So. Maybe I should not share this because it's a little embarrassing. But while I was playing through this game, I suddenly remembered that in middle school, for for a class assignment, oh I wrote a short story from Gamma's perspective. Oh my god. That was the first half of his story. Oh my god, that sounds so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that's the word you chose. I'll, I'll, I'm going to talk about his gameplay because I also want to talk about the bosses for him because yeah. it really... Yeah, they're the most interesting part. Gamma's gameplay, I feel like, is very underappreciated because it's basically locking onto targets and destroying them. And if you if you rack up enough at the same time, you can get uh, more time because you run out of time and you can die. Yeah, there's a there's a timer, and like locking onto a bunch at once gives you basically a combo, which multiplies how many seconds you get. Yeah, back. and the caterpillar enemies are just like <laughs> they just fill you up. Yeah, you can lock onto them like five times, and then you just get forty seconds. 
And then, like, the first two objectives are kind of simple, because the second one you find Froggy, and the first one you just destroy Sonic Doll. It's really no big deal. And yeah. then, but for his last three missions, you're destroying his brothers, which, unfortunately, are really easy. I just figured I'm just going to stand still and just log on and shoot, and that's really yeah. all you can do. Yeah. They do, they do mix it up for Zeta, because he's just in the middle, and you're on a spinning platform, so it's kind of interesting, and... That, that's where I'm going to talk about the robots because I was always a fan of these designs and their names, and that, that got me into like learning the Greek alphabet. Yeah. yeah. And I also like that Zeta has Dreamcasts on yeah. him. <laughs> Why does he have Dreamcasts on him? It's just a cool Easter. So Delta is like, uh, so they all have, they all get their hover upgrades somehow, but they also have like their own unique upgrades, although Delta is literally just a reskin of beta, which to be fair, they're all reskins of Gamma basically with their yeah. guns. Maybe we should describe yeah. what Gamma looks like a little bit in case no one's played before, because right now we're just calling him a robot, but that doesn't really mean anything for Sonic. Like, as far as we know, all robots either look like Eggman or Sonic. Well, it's hard to describe him because he, su he has such a unique design. Like, you could almost describe it like the Egg Robo, but he has, yeah. like, he has like bent hind legs, kind of like a, a dog. Like, they're, they, they're perceived to be bending the wrong way. Yeah, he's got the reverse joint. Yeah. You can see the inspiration from the Egg Robo, though. Yeah. Which is cool. He's got these neat, like, like flat, thin feet that look kind of just like, almost yeah. like forklift, like, prongs. And they have, like, wheels on the back, which yeah, they have yeah. ties into his gameplay, because if you go fast enough, he starts rolling real fast, and it, you just, you, you can't really break that momentum unless you jump, where he just resets his position. Or, and I'd like to make a very large point of this, you hit anything in the environment that even has, like, a texture of something else. <laughs> like, any, like, a door frame or, like, yeah. a rock. Like, if you hit that in your hover mode, he just will not go over it. The, like, traveling from the ice cap area to the uh, Angel Island area, yeah, where you have to camp. go through this doorway, and it's just, you have to jump over it. You don't have a choice. There's like one pixel height difference between that and the thing that you're standing on, and you just have to jump over it. So like any kind of like, like oh, is there a bandaid on the ground? Gamma cannot go over it because he just can't gain any height. It's very bad. He also hovers over water, which is well, we could talk about the Chow Gardens later because. I, well, but I, there's water in one of the stages in the beach level. You can just like explore that water environment without yeah. falling, which is really fun. Yeah. You know, Gamma has like the these little jet things to like propel him forward. And that goes around his body. He's got like a red body with a white stripe, and the other robots have different colors with the white stripe. He has a little yeah. headlight, a blaster in one hand. Like it's his his whole hand is like a blaster. Yeah, yeah. it's like Metroid style. And then he has a regular hand for uh, regular work. But Beta and many of the other robots just have double cannons, which explains why they're it explains why they're so useless at like picking up stuff. Right, and that's probably why he made them all look more like Gamma instead of like Beta. But yeah, I guess yeah. to make things a little edgy when they're abandoned they just get these cooler upgrades along with the hover which is weird because it's just a hexagon just hovering behind them <laughs> and yeah, it's not connected to the robot at all and in a way kind of similar to a Mega Man X it's like you can become this guy with that hover upgrade mm -hmm. but like it's not like all that crap you can get in Mega Man X because this is not that right. but you know you know beta has the twin cans that Delta gets it Epsilon I don't know if this is a canon name but they're called Stingers, and I like that name because they're like these big rocket launchers that look kind of heavy. Yeah, they look different than the regular guns. And then Zeta is the most per per perplexing because he's like a station unit. Like, 
I don't know if he like came crawling back to Eggman. Eggman just put him there or something like that. Yeah, he's like this huge purple tower that's right. like way bigger than any of the other units, and his head isn't even the same size, so he's basically just all new parts. Yeah, and he has eight cannons, so he doesn't have a health meter. You just have to destroy all of his cannons in order to destroy him. That's kind of unique. And yeah. So my head cannon was that. <laughs> cannon. Dun -dun is that like he he was he so the reason like the egg carrier even crashes in the first place is because of him although i kind of crunched the numbers quote unquote and maybe that was too soon for that to happen but like it's already a, a miracle that he got rebuilt that fast in the first place to be put there because you yeah. don't base him as well as zero until after uh the egg carrier crashes right but yeah. Well, there's also already like some weird continuity questions about every character's story. Heck, maybe he just like assimilate himself into it himself, which is really creepy, and that's the stuff that gives me nightmares. <laughs> like, hey, if we're asking questions, I've got a question. How did Sonic and Tails fight Knuckles at the same time without Sonic and Tails fighting Knuckles together? That's true. Or you know, the same thing with Gamma. Or you know, Knuckles fighting only Sonic and not fighting Tails, even though Tails fights Knuckles. I really think it's just Tails is like, here's how it really went down. I was the hero the whole time. Unreliable narrator. It's like the Turtle Butler in Gex 3, 964. Right. But then how did Eggman get beat by Tails when he was in the Eggwalker thing? That, you know. Okay. The Eggwalker, but what, is that what it's called? This big spider thing? Well, everyone... So here's the thing. I went to the... I went back to Station Square with Gamma, and they were all referencing the missile incident. So... Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. All right, so now I'm going to just talk about Beta because I have to talk about the whole freaking E-Series. Uh, he has a major upgrade. Are we going to talk about Phi? Phi does not exist. <laughs> Phi does not exist. Beta is cool. He floats. He has a little tail fin. He has these two plasma lasers with the claws on him. The boss fight is great. The music is great. If you ever listen to Gamma's theme into Beta's theme, it syncs right up. It oh is God, fantastic. Yeah, I made, like, you... an entire mashup. You can find it on my SoundCloud. I'm actually not joking about that. <laughs> I'll definitely it's not that it good. It's not that good, but I it's... love it. Wait, so... wait, 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 wait. Insert it here. So the, the bit is, at the end of Gamma's song, like, if you play uh, Beta's song immediately afterwards, there's a seamless transition, which is just really good. It's like this cosmic fuzz type sound. I don't yeah. know how to describe it. Threshold. Yeah, it's like a Tool album. <laughs> um, but yeah, the boss fight is great, and then he shoot after Gamma destroys him, Beta shoots him back, and they both are free, and they... There's... Okay, so I didn't pick this up, I guess, any other time I played through this game, but there's a, <laughs> there's a good bit right before he fights Beta uh, where Gamma goes... Alright, list of E-Series robots that still need to be freed. Gamma and Beta. He's, and he I'm says like, Beta as Beta flies by. But it's funny because yeah. you'd expect him to say Beta first, but he realizes, like, I'm also a part of the problem. Yeah, like, he he names himself. Yeah, it's really cool. Which is so good. It's almost like he has the best story. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then you know, uh, the, the bird at the end of the game, like, the bird with the necklace around its neck... Uh, like, goes up to Gamma as Gamma's dying, and then flies away, Gamma explodes, and the screen fades out right as you see, like, the bird that was in Gamma, like, just fly up to the regular bird. Is uh, that true? Yeah. what I thought, I thought that you didn't see it until his fin screen. 
No, you you do see a glimpse of the other bird. Yeah, you okay. see it as the screen is fading out, which is really good. Also, good thing for Isaiah, this is the one time that the the theme song does not repeat because of the credits. <laughs> he was complaining about this before the, the recording. Yeah. I, yeah, there's I a hate... lot of bad music cuts and a lot of bad like visual cuts and a lot of weird like opens to gameplay and then switches to something else completely after three seconds. Like, uh... although what I'm wondering is like how how far before uh, Amy's ending does this happen because it's on the same arena. Do they just, like, go for a flight and then they come back to find their child or whatever? Yeah, it's weird that, you know, like, a bunch of people fight in one area at the same time and we don't see any of the other ones that are fighting at the same time. Yeah, and then the glass is broken during Knuckles' fight, which is, like, the night before. Yeah. Uh, even though he also is fighting the same thing that all, like, every... Okay, okay. so technically Big and Sonic <laughs> face him at the same time, but Knuckles definitely, like kills them the second time, I guess, because he takes Right, the but if he him. was already defeated two other times, how can Knuckles fight him again? I, no, no, it was once before him. But, but, okay. But it's definitely two separate times because Sonic isn't there with Big when they, like... No, Sonic is there with Big. No, they are there because Sonic is there in the cutscene. It's just that boss-wise... Like, gameplay-wise, they're yeah. not physically... Literally, Are you trying to convince me that Big the Cat didn't actually fight him at all? He just doesn't see Sonic fighting him because he's so fast? Is that what we're getting at? No, like, no. Sure. No, I remember Sonic, like, <laughs> actually just kind of attacking him weirdly while it happens. No, that that's not real. In the real. big fight? That okay. is way made up. That is very not real. I, I have a weird false memory with that, because I didn't... Because you're right, I didn't see when I faced it. But anyway, literally all Big does is you just have to aim the fishing pole on the right thing, and then it, it's... It's done. There's no mini game, and that yeah. is a transition to talk about Big Story. I am very sorry. I. It's just bad. Like, there's no need to talk about it. Like, everyone knows it's bad. It's big. Like, Big's the territory. worst character with the worst gameplay and the worst story and the worst voice actor. I'll say it. It's John St. John. John yeah, St. John he, sucks yeah. as Big the Cat. He sucks as Duke Nukem too. Don't pretend. <laughs> but he sucks way worse at, at, as Big the Cat. Oh God. I hate it. I hate that choice of voice. That voice choice. Uh, I hate the. I I was playing through the story and I was like, maybe I'd like this character more if anybody else voiced him. They you know, listen to his no. other voice actors he's because actually, he's a lot worse than All Stars Racing. Because there's no indication throughout the story that Big's relationship with Froggy is not just completely one-sided. Like, Froggy never indicates anything resembling sentience. And yeah, it's actually quite the contrary. Like, frequently Froggy runs away, which implies that he does not like Big the Cat. And, and like, the bit is that Froggy is possessed by Chaos's tail, but that's still weird. Like, Did he run away to find the Chaos Emerald in the first place? No, no, he, like, gets up in the middle of the night because he hears a crash, and then he has an encounter with Chaos. And then, once he's been possessed by Chaos's tail, that's when he eats the Chaos Emerald. That's a weird thing to be possessed what? by, by the way. It is a weird what? thing. Wait, no, he's he isn't possessed by the Chaos Emerald. He's possessed by fluid. He's yeah, he's possessed by Chaos's tail. That's what and you're Egg, telling me. That's that what Chaos Eggman isn't says. the god of destruction. Yeah. Oh wait, Eggman says that. Okay, Eggman says that. He's bullshit. Eggman's a liar. Yeah, but it, it happens in this order. He like eats or swallows or whatever Chaos's tail, and then he starts behaving weird and swallows the emerald and runs away. Yeah. So this is, like, but here's the thing, is that we've already proven that Chaos isn't the god of destruction, because he's actually just a chow. Whenever we figure that out, I forget. Yeah. But, 
like Eggman is the one who said he was a god of destruction. So if Eggman is the one who said that Froggy was possessed, that's like we can't trust that. So yeah. I think that we've still got evidence to say that Froggy just doesn't like Big the Cat. <laughs> Here's the thing: is that Eggman, when he says the stone tablets, he's getting this from like an unreliable source because these are people observing what they believe to be a god. Yeah. They don't, because I don't. It, also, what stone figure. tablets? Where are they? Uh, yeah, because all the kindas died. I don't know. Like, who made that mural in uh, Lost World? Okay, right. getting off track, because I'm, I'm very... <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like none of this makes any sense. Because Big's gameplay is bad, because it's... it, it I, cause, Because admittedly, when I first played, I didn't know how to catch Froggy in Twinkle Park. And... Yo, I had to Google it. Yeah. I had to look up tips. Cause, yeah, wiggle, wiggle, Froggy... wiggle, 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 yeah. Well, because Froggy goes, oh, hey, what's this little bait? Oh, I'm gonna uh, get a bite. Oh, no, actually, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be a hit. I don't actually care about this. To be clear, Big the Cat is not a Sonic the Hedgehog character. He plays as a fishing game. You have to throw a line into a pool yep. and then let it sit there for a minute while things try to come up and get it. And if anything besides Froggy gets it, it is pointless to catch that, even though it please, makes you. Please, please buy second best fishing. <laughs> yeah, it's probably way better. Or just play Monster Hunter. I probably would like Sega Bass Fiction more because I wouldn't have to play it in order to get access to Super Sonic. I, I'm not. Anyway, <laughs> catching fish just it, it see it's bad. Like there's no point in even his regular missions. They're tedious, especially when you don't know what to do. But it's his secondary missions that like really hurt this. But oh yeah, we don't we don't need to talk about because the fish are bullshit. The meter is bullshit. Everything <laughs> is bullshit about this. Like there aren't rules to it. Like it's just spin the stick and tilt it back and forth and wait until the game lets you have the thing you want. Like, most of the time that you get a fish or froggy, either one, it's because they swam towards you. Yeah. I think the worst part is that the game doesn't work right anyway. So, like, there were two times in Twinkle Park, for the record, I was in the Twinkle Park stage for half an hour. There were two times in Twinkle Park where I caught Froggy, I reeled him in, and when there were, like, three meters left on the line, it just cut to Big standing there, and Froggy was back in the ocean. Or like back in the, in the pool, yeah, and I didn't catch him, and yeah, that bad. like it just it just broke and started over. Like I was telling Charlie, Amy's levels don't work super well, so they're not that fun. But yeah. like at least they have rules. The problem with this is that there are no rules. You literally just throw your line out, and the best that you can do is position it near Froggy. But other than that, the rest is basically up to fate. It's it's a game about waiting in Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Which I believe the developer like actually said that that's why he made big was to yeah. put a character to slow the pace of the game down because he was worried the player might not want to be going fast all the time which is Dude, bewildering to me you but sonic is like f how old at this point the first game was 90 is seven, seven years, years as we established last yeah time. so we know people buy these games to be fast yep that's not a concern at this point well, also, we've had plenty of opportunities to be slowed down, like with Amy and oh, yeah. possibly Knuckles. It, it's yeah. not really that big like, of a deal. Knuckles is a perfect slowdown gameplay mode. Like, it's, it's right, not very it's well polished, active. but it's still act Exactly. Like, it doesn't... Waiting is not fun, but behaving slowly is, like, and it's the same mood, you know? Yeah. I, I will say... Um, just some very minor positives. I yeah. well, for one thing, I like Big Steam, and uh, me oh, and Isaiah yeah. can do that later. <laughs> but he also has like a unique theme for Emerald Coast, which is really the 
I think it's his quote-unquote best stage just because it's the perfect place you would want to fish. It yeah, it's like actually nice to look at. A lot of good fishing places. Also has its own unique music. I don't know if I did I say that already. Yeah. Yeah. It's also got its own unique environment, right? Like there's yeah, a like, whole segment that's just big only. Yeah, you yeah. can't actually access with that Sonic because you go near it with Sonic, but you actually can't get to it because well, water kills you anyway. Yeah. And yeah. I actually genuinely liked that part. Like I enjoyed it when I was a kid playing as Big. Right. To I, to be super super clear, I think I already said this before, but I did not beat big story i beat one level to remember how bad it was mm. <laughs> i also like just the fish designs a little bit it's just kind yeah. of unique because it's a fishing game so you want to have lots of different fish but yeah the modeling should be good and it's not amazing but something's right. pretty cool and i also just want to say that i feel like there is a little bit of genuine friendship because you kind of see that in his ending because they're just kind of goofing off at the mystic ruins but yeah but how can we trust that big is not a you know unrivaled narrator that's fair uh, please add Froggy Story DLC. Froggy Story DLC. That could be interesting. Uh, what would Froggy's gameplay be? A swimming. Hopping. Swimming? Oh my god, just a, like, the it's only just, thing possibly worse than Big the Cat would be nothing but water levels. It's just Zora, <laughs> it's just the Zora Link gameplay. Oh, that's yeah. actually fun. That's yeah. a, don't roast that game, that game is good. I'm not saying it's, I'm saying that would make it good. That game has good fishing. <laughs> so... Is there... I have a question for you guys. Is there a good fishing game? Monster Hunter. Fishing Harvest in Monster Moon. Hunter is so good. No, we're not There's... Okay, so there's a game for the DS. I think it's called, like... Oh, no, wait. Final Fantasy fifteen. Are like, we pretending that I made up, like, that I'm goofing on Monster Hunter? Because I'm not kidding. Bass King? No, I was, I was definitely kidding when I said Harvest Moon. Yeah. There's, there's a, a fishing game for the DS. Fishing King, maybe? Fish King? Well, let's talk about that when you play it. Fiction? Fish, fish King? There's a... It's a it's a DS game. Yeah, Beyond it's a King. River King, probably. Yeah, it was River King that I played when I was young. Anyway, uh, that's the only good fishing game I've ever played in my entire life. Guys, Monster Hunter is actually a good fishing game. What about Final Fantasy XV? And the bait decides your... Yes, that's I... also true, but I haven't played that part. I mean, I played the fishing minigame, but I didn't play the VR fishing minigame. I don't like it, weirdly. Oh, okay. I got Big the Cat vibes from it, and I was, like, not interested. Uh, you're wrong. You are incorrect. You are factually incorrect. Alright. I... Look, it's not good. It's not great. It's way better than Big the Cat. <laughs> it's definitely more... It definitely works. I, I'm gonna do a weird uh, double transition. Yeah, that's double right. transition? So, the British Sonic the Comic... Okay, well, that's not a transition. That is a, that is a hard right turn. <laughs> no, no, but no... <laughs> But fish, chaos is a fish in that continuity that gets mutated by chaos emeralds. Interesting. But, so we're gonna talk about chaos in the last story now. Wait, that, okay, I guess that's a transition. Bef that before was not we, a <laughs> before we talk about the last story, I just want to say real quick, it's Big's fault that the last story happens, right? I, I think we could just boil this down to it's Big's fault. Because because Big like, steals uh, Tails's plane, and Tails's plane has the last <laughs> emerald in it. Big steals Tails' plane, which has the last emerald, giving Chaos access to that emerald. I can't believe this cat. But are you saying are you saying that Chaos would be like, oh no, a large body of water, I, a uh, being of water, cannot cross that to get to that Chaos emerald that I know is there because I have some sort of sensory power. The Chaos emerald is in a river because Big stole the plane and put it in a river. If Tails had access to that plane, Tails would have kept the emerald safe. So basically what happens is that even though everyone beats Chaos, like, 
he literally just forgets about it. Like he just takes Amy back. She could have could have flown her, but that that. Do you see? I don't even know how big even got that out because you can just see the wings lodged into the airstrip. Big is also super strong for some reason. Yeah, he just lifts a car. Yeah. Yet takes a lot of effort just to lift that little keystone. Oh take my the ice god. Cap. So what happens in the final story is basically that no matter how many times we played as eight different characters that beat, like, Chaos Zero six times, and Chaos Two three times, and Chaos Eight seventeen times, and Chaos Four and a half eighteen times, and Chaos Three five eight days over two three and a half times. <laughs> no matter how many times we beat him as different characters in this quantum space conundrum, only three. He matter. came back and grabbed all seven emeralds and then got to be super mode anyway. So the whole game was pointless. The entire game was pointless. Yeah, Amy, 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 and Gamma are very inconsequential to the story, but they have some of my yeah. favorite ones. So it's like everyone is inconsequential because no matter who had what, Chaos got all the emeralds in the end. To be fair, would you like the game better if Perfect Chaos was not in the game? Uh, yeah, because then I wouldn't be, like, required to beat Big to get something at the end that has nothing to do with him. I definitely feel like Big sucks, but if you ignore that bit... You can't. You literally can't, because you can't ignore it if you want to play the final story and get the full, like, extent of what this game has to offer, but which also, is the best boss fight. The but best, also, like, <laughs> the only good boss fight is right at the end, and you have to beat Big to do that. Like, it, it is sucks. such a good boss fight. Like, it's it's really good. Also, Perfect Chaos is an amazing name. Yeah, yeah. also, I I mean, we're going to talk about this when we get to it, but I really, really do not like how this boss fight was interpreted in Sonic Generations. Oh, Although yeah. Although, at first, I was like, definitely didn't like the design because it looked like it had, like, weird plating, but I've gotten over that. I like the, like, transparent blue for water. And yeah. Sonic Generations goes, oh, no, we're not doing that. And I'm like, but that's the coolest part about Chaos. Yeah. yeah, that is definitely the only thing that, like, sold me on Chaos in this game. Because if he was just, like, flat blue, like a texture, I would not have liked him as much. Yeah. If anything, and... you gotta go in the opposite direction and make him indistinguishable from water, except that he has a shape. And eyes and a weird brain floating thing. Yeah, well, obviously. Um, <laughs> but he's he's really cool. Um, I, I do think it's a little hokey that... They were like, oh, Chaos absorbed all the negative energy, but there's still a lot of positive energy. No, that's dumb. That's super dumb. It's, that doesn't make any sense at all. It's really dumb. What I will say, what I will say is that in my in my headcanon, like, as a, as a middle schooler, my headcanon for that is negative energy is what turns the Chaos Emeralds into Super Emeralds, uh, which is also why they look the way they do instead of being uh, more hexagonal. Oh, you mean, like, um, the same thing that made them turn gray and, like, sit in that area in Sonic 3 and Knuckles is the same thing that turned them gray in this instance? Yes. And that so, makes almost sense. And and so Chaos absorbed all the energy that made them Super Emeralds, and now they're just regular Chaos Emeralds, which is why you don't turn Hypersonic, you just turn Supersonic, and you never turn Hypersonic again. But that implies that they've been Super Emeralds since the end of Sonic 3. I, I think so. I mean... What? They're not bigger, though. They're the same size. Like, not that size is consistent for anything in this entire <laughs> universe at all. So, you know what? You're right. Like, whatever. The size doesn't matter. The Master Emerald changes sizes every game. The, like, Chaos Emeralds change colors half the time. There aren't yeah. the same number of them. Sonic is a different size all the time. Eggman is sometimes a human. Sometimes he has weird proportions. <sighs> it's... <laughs> Consistency is hard. But that, that connection makes sense to me. That, like, the Chaos Emeralds turn gray and then become Super Emeralds. And then 
friggin' Chaos absorbs the super element, and they turn gray and become regular Chaos Emeralds again. Well, we also have evidence that, like, Knuckles and Sonic can be super at the same time, because that theoretically happens in Sonic 3. Yeah. Right? Well, it also, I mean, it also happens in Sonic Adventure 2, is two people go super simultaneously. Yeah, that's not happened yet, though. That's the problem. Well, yeah, but I mean, it... Like, it, I'm saying we're talking about precedent for okay, this okay, event. Okay, okay, yeah. So, we have to use stuff before, not after. Because <laughs> obviously the rules only go, like, even further out the window from here. Like, come on. <laughs> I don't know, I think it becomes more consistent over time. The only thing that becomes more consistent is the number and color of the emeralds. Nothing else stays consistent. That's fair. Well, the shape Literally, stays people now. have entire backstory. Like, Silver was from the past and is now from a different dimension. Or, sorry, Blaze the Cat was from a different dimension and is now from the past. Now from the future. The future, whatever. Who can, like, it literally doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the problem, is that the past and the future are the same thing in this convoluted monster universe where Sonic has apparently saved the world in the human world. Also, can we solve this real quick? When Tikal gives people flashbacks, do they actually travel back in time? Yeah, they have to, because they pick things up and take them. Yeah, they, they interact with that with that environment. They do not just interact with it. They pick things up and leave with them. Yeah, they get upgrades in the flashbacks, and they keep them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> She is taking them back in time. It's down. Time travel's real. So could Tikal just be like, hey, Sonic, can you keep my father from uh, destroying my civilization? No, that would, that would be too interesting. Okay. Instead, I, we have to hang out with Big the Cat. I feel like time travel in Sonic games should be limited. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, that genie is way out of that bottle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know, you know, chaos is neutralized, and the Chow are happy, and they all rise to heaven. So, so real quick, I forget because I didn't actually get to beat the final story, unfortunately. Uh, did they save the day by, like, calming down Chaos? Because he's... Because he's mad. Like, that's the reason well, he's trying to destroy the world, is because he's, like... He has, like, a grudge against the universe, right? They yeah. punch him out first. Like, they punch him out, and then they calm him down. Yeah, but they, like... They're like, I forgive you. <laughs> like... Or something like that. Yeah, because he's just an animal. Like, he's basically just an animal. Yeah. Like, a, like someone destroyed his home, and he's like, Now what do I do? Yeah. All's well and ends well, right? Yeah, the city is lays in waste and everything's okay. Also, also the entire city chanting Sonic's name. Yeah, I have a weird false memory where I thought someone just randomly said Mario in the middle of that. I don't know <laughs> where that came from, but I wanted to share it. I have a weird false memory where I thought Big's gameplay wasn't that bad when I was a kid. Oh, we I, all have those false thinking. memories. <laughs> um... Do we? Do I want to talk about some anything else besides the uh, story? What is your favorite song in this game? Oh my god, you're actually doing this to me. <laughs> well, I've always been a big fan of At Dawn for Speed Highway, which is the, which is basically Knuckles segment of the of the level. Yeah, yeah. That one's always gotten me, but everyone goes to it at the end, right? What? Uh, yeah, I think Sonic so. does. Yeah. It it like turns daytime. Oh, tails, oh, yeah. tails. And then tails uh, to uh, to further show my hatred for Sonic Generations, they never put that song in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite song is a toss-up between Amy's theme and Gamma's theme. That's yeah, I love real. Theme. I but only when it's with Beta's it, theme. I kind of really like every character theme except for Knuckles' theme. 
I hate Tails' character theme. It's super dumb. I hate Sonic. It's super dumb. Knuckles is passable. And I don't like Big Knuckles. Big the Cats is super dumb. Here I come. I love Knuckles' theme in Sonic Adventure 2 a lot more. Like, here's the thing is that Knuckles' theme, like... I don't know. Someone wrote that. Like, someone... Someone had to take the effort to make it a real rap, which is impressive. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of effort that was put into it, and I can I like, can respect that. I'm just not a fan of the vocals. I That's, mean, like yeah. I said, passable, not good. Like, no, like the actual sound of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's passable, not good. I, like, I, you don't I, hear it and say, "I want to hear this." You hear it and say, "Yeah, that's Knuckles theme." I like the Sonic like, Adventure 2 one more. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's so much better. Again, that one's not passable. That one's good. This oh, one's passable. Okay. So excluding character themes, for me, it's probably like a fusion of Sky Deck 1 and 2 because those songs, like, uh, it's it, it, the songs work together musically. It's got hey. the same motifs and it's the same tempo. It, it, is is Sky hey. Deck going to be like the chemical plant of Sonic Adventure? I guess so. You know so. what? No, it's not because check this out. The underground Red Mountain theme. <laughs> Red it's definitely the skull. best stage music. I I don't I don't completely agree. Well, it, you're wrong. It's weird because that song is like the longest on the one of the longest on the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, and the most interesting and the most well the composed. Thing is, the thing is, it's the longest on the soundtrack, and also you're not in that stage for long enough to hear it. You are if you're Gamma and you just like floating around. If you're Sonic, you are, I think. Yeah, Sonic too. They actually both get a pretty good like chunk of it. I mean, right. Gamma's stages feel a little too short. For some instances, unfortunately. Yeah, that's that's how I feel. But I think character theme-wise, it's probably Amy's theme. As far as music, okay, if just listening to music, Amy's theme is the best. In game, Gamma's is way better. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like hearing Gamma's theme. Well, it also like that theme is perfect tonally for Gamma. Yeah. yeah. It's got a lot of up and down, and it's a very like. It's also non-vocal. Yeah. Yeah. It's subtextual. <laughs> It's not, like, melancholy or happy, which I hate the fact that most of the songs for characters are just happy during the game, because during the game, they aren't super happy. Yeah. Also, um, I, I, I might, I think I like Big or Sonic's theme more than Amy's. So really? Yeah. I understand Big's theme. I know that you guys both like Big's theme for some reason. It bewilders <laughs> me. But I can understand that way more than liking Sonic's theme more, because Sonic's theme is just, like... Yeah. It's just like, it's like whatever music. It's like a Nickelback song. I have not asked people to to send us their favorite blank recently. So, what's your favorite character theme in the game? You can't do this to me. I cannot make that a forward you like, can't... option. Yeah, Twitter poll <laughs> doesn't work. Six options. <laughs> Alright. I just, I want to know what is generally people's favorite character theme. How about we it, drop tails? And we you think drop drop knuckles as well? Knuckles, yeah. Because like Sonic is probably people's answer. The problem so. is that people are gonna want to vote knuckles. Yeah. Then just vote or it like here. Just mean it. Just, just reply it. <laughs> but I I do think like Gamma's is is best within the game, and Amy's is best to Period. listen to. Yeah, I I agree with that music. assessment. And the Biggs is just fun. Like, it's just fun, that theme. Isaiah, you have to initialize that. No, I'm not going to. I like to. the instrumental. No, put it here. Who cares? Don't sing along. Or do sing along and put it here. Like, underlay. But you guys both... What you need to do is we're going to pause for a minute. You can cut this out. And then you guys both need to listen to it so that you can be... 
on tune with it together, and then Charlie can no, just No, it's it away. not about I... being on tune or on time. We do, it's just... No, trust me. I've listened to podcasts before. I've listened to podcasts before. If you're singing, that shit is on time. You're putting that on time. I, I just, I just don't want to do that. Like, no, you, I can. Just... you can do it. You can do it. No. Hey, big guy. No, shut up. I'm not doing it. This inside joke stays between you and me. It is intimate. It's not it's an inside personal. joke. It's just singing along to a song. It's not a joke. <laughs> That's like when you say references aren't jokes. Isaiah, I'm sorry that I tried to exploit our love. It's a shared part of us. We don't Isaiah, get to. You sing the song, or we're inserting your remix here. To put the world no, all of that is wrong. I'm holding it ransom. You get you either sing, or people get to hear the amazing. <laughs> only 15 seconds. Only the first 15 seconds, because that's. Let's talk the about the Chow Garden. So. <laughs> so the the Chow Garden is an interesting system, right? That I think is a lot better in Sonic Adventure 2, but. Right, we'll get there. Basically, what I told Charlie was that I wanted to lay the groundwork here so that we didn't have to talk about it as long during the Sonic episode, or during the Sonic Adventure 2 episode. During the Sonic episode. You know That's one. Uh, the one. Every episode. <laughs> Except for our Gex episodes. Um, but so, yeah, so in this game, you know, you got these little child, and what I really like about them is that they're important to the story. Like... They have a reason to exist. I think we need to start much earlier than where you just hopped into. What? I think we need to start much earlier than where you just hopped into. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, basically, during the game, you'll find out pretty quick. Because, honestly, I found this way earlier than I met to call. Like, when right. I was first playing. So, there are these three different locations. One for each huge overworld area. That would be the Central Station, Mystic Ruin, and... Egg carrier, right? Yeah. The first one that you can find is right after you exit the beach level, you go into that little hotel, and there's an elevator. And if you walk in there, you enter this, like, weird room with different music, and there are eggs. And if you hatch these eggs, they've got little creatures in there. Yeah. And these are what you can use the animals that you get from destroyed enemies. Yeah. With. So basically, each time you break a robot, it'll give you an animal in a bubble, and you can feed those to. I guess feed is the wrong word. You could like, like give it to absorb him. or uh... hug. You can <laughs> you can have Chow hug them, and Chow are these little Get blue into contact guys. With. Yeah, <laughs> they're these little blue guys with like ball hands and feet. They look like stuffed animals that are generic. Yeah, they have yeah. little balls on their head that kind of signify emotions. Yeah, they emote in a really cool way. And they also have physics, so like if you swing them around, the like ball will trail behind a little bit, but it'll yeah. bounce back and forth and stuff. My favorite part is the ball is actually not a model. It's a 2D image that is just shaded in a way that looks 3D. Yeah, yeah. and then it looks a lot worse on the, the in-game models for the cutscene because they're entirely <laughs> different models and they look awful. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, the, the Chow have a story like significance, which is really cool. Um, because mechanically, they're their own system which you can interact with or not interact with and just sort of have fun with it. Uh, but story-wise, it's like, oh yeah, no, they they come from this place, here's why they're important, and they tie in with actually the main story. Yeah. But I think the coolest element of them overall, because they do things like they have stats and stuff and they're kind of like little pets that you can raise. Yeah. But more so than that, I think the cool part about them is that they give you a reason to try harder in levels. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even though you can scrape by with a bare minimum. Because yeah. now, if you get 300 rings for completing a two-minute level, 
that's way better than just getting 10 rings for completing a level in 2 minutes. So now you're encouraged both to speed things up, because the faster you produce rings, the easier this is going to be for you. Yeah. And you're encouraged to quickly learn, like, ring locations and stuff like that. So you have to navigate these levels in really interesting ways to get the optimal amount of rings. The biggest problem is that, first of all, in the original Sonic Adventure, you didn't have the Black Garden, right? The Black Garden. The Black Market, right? Yeah. Right. So there was no point in getting rings in that version, right? Mm-hmm. So only in DX does this happen that you get the rings, and that's an element that came from Sonic Adventure 2, so we'll get more to that later. But basically, you can spend rings to get items that will either like change the uh, alignment of your Chow, because they can be hero or dark, or, or you can neutral. use it to get... What's that, Charlie? Or just neutral. Well, there's not a neutral fruit, right? No, but if you just don't feed them one, then they right. well, just saying, all neutral. But you don't have to use rings for that. Right. Like I was saying stuff that you can buy rings, yeah. or buy with rings. You can't buy neutrality with rings. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also buy these fruit that accelerate stat growth better than the animals do, and you can buy different hats, and you can even buy multicolored chow eggs. So there's yeah. lots of cool things you can do with rings now. Not only that, but after completing each level, you get emblems, and initially they don't seem like they do anything, but if you interact with the chow garden a lot, you'll find out that the more emblems you have, the more interesting things you can find in the store. Like, you'll find mm -hmm. new eggs with different textures on them or you'll find different hats like you can get like an apple that you can wear on your head which is nice yeah and not eat for some reason yeah yeah on your head i meant on their head you don't yeah. sonic doesn't get to put the apple on his head it's the cow <laughs> that'd be fun so but, and what's also cool is that there are eggs in the adventure fields you can get one yeah each. there's a gold one in uh, stasis square that's in a shop that you have to replace with a stone egg because it locks the store, and you just shoplift right in front of a man's face. He doesn't even care. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, you've outsmarted me. I guess I can't do anything. There's also a silver egg in the Mystic Ruins, uh, like, behind a waterfall. You have to basically push a lever, and that, uh, like, basically sends out the egg into the pond that then slowly drifts to the, uh, to the um, ground for you to pick it up. Yeah. But and then in the egg carrier in the prison block where Amy is, you can get a black egg. Which I want to talk about the black egg for a second because okay. you know how in a Sonic Adventure DX it's just a um, it's just a solid black egg and you just get a solid black chow out of it. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna send the screenshot to you guys in the Discord real quick because oh boy. it is not the same. And I'm sorry that the, the image quality is not that great, but <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. Oh, interesting. Whoa. So That's it, way better. Yeah. It, it's literally just a black two-tone chow, which you can get two-tone chow in Sonic Adventure 2 and Sonic Adventure DX by breeding a, a regular chow with a colored one. Yeah. The, the egg has pink spots and a blue yeah. top. Yeah, yeah, we can tweet this out. I can tweet out a bunch of pictures from screenshots that you guys sent me. Yeah. So we'll have yeah. a nice little album for Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> But it's also, like, reminiscent of a Chow that you face in the Chow races that's a really, like, tough opponent called mm -hmm. Chakron, or Chakron, yeah. I guess, in some translations. Honestly, it was really hard for me to do anything with races. I did one race, and it was just so boring to watch. That the I races couldn't... are really weird in this game and not well optimized compared to the later games. Yeah, mm -hmm. to be clear, basically the way that the race works is that you don't actually have any input on your Chow, barring one thing, but we'll get into that in a minute. 
But basically, you raise your child to have certain stats, and you can get, like we said, stats from animals and also from child fruit that you can buy in the black market if you're playing the DX version. Mm. And then, just based on what their stats are, they'll move at a certain speed through the environment based on things like they can run, and they can fly, and they can climb, and they can swim. So each obstacle comes up like that, and then based on your stat, you'll move at a certain speed. And the enemies around you have sort of randomized stats, mm -hmm. but they're usually, like higher than you initially and much higher and then as you climb up the levels they just get faster and faster and it's really really hard to raise your child in this game to be able to beat any of them oh so yeah. it's not fun to test it out like right. you'll just be last place most of the time unless you spend like upwards of 20 hours just focus on the chow guard right for for me ch the chow aren't really the, the, the selling point quote unquote for this game as in much yeah. as much as it is for the second game but Right. As as weird as it is to say, I think the fact that the Chow Gardens are smaller in Sonic Adventure 2 uh, makes it easier to yeah. to interact with them because it's harder to get lost. Yeah, yeah, that's why I really only ever use the first Chow Garden because the other two that you find, like Charlie mentioned earlier, they're designed after the areas they're in, which is really nice. Like there's some yeah. cool architecture and the second one that you find in the Mystic Ruins, there are these pillars in a pool and then in the uh, Egg Carrier one, there's this unique building in the center that just looks neat, and then it's sort of like yeah. this island structure. But they're so big, and your chow will spawn in random locations each time you pop in. Yeah. It's just way easier to use the first environment, because it's really close. And plus, yeah. the black market in the DX version is not in the other two gardens. Nor, <laughs> is the race, <laughs> nor is the race entrance. Yeah. Oh, so the race entrance is only in that one, too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so then, like, there's no reason to go to the other two other than just, like, storage space. So you'll yeah. basically use them as, like, banks more than anything else. And I think you can only have eight as a maximum. Yeah. Uh, and, and the Mystic Ruin Chow Garden is the most interesting, like, architecturally. But as a result, it's also very easy to just not be able to find your Chow because right. it's hidden behind a bunch of raised platforms and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's definitely worse in the original Dreamcast version because, especially for the egg carrier one the, the environments are so drastic and different level that it just like it can be really difficult to find them and it's just a hassle right yeah so did you guys make all new chow for this playthrough uh, uh i, I didn't um, sorry one at a time please um, go, i couldn't because I, I haven't played sonic Adventures 2 on this uh this memory card because i had to get new memory cards for my dreamcast so i think there i think you can only get like one chow file on an entire memory card so that is true an adventure 2 one because so i had that problem with adventure 2 with my other cards so i had to get another card but <laughs> so the short answer is no i'm sorry All right. I keep saying things. you're fine so isaiah how about you so uh i i played this game on a new memory card uh so i was also starting over uh and that was because i wanted to start completely fresh and also i feel like in sonic adventure dx uh i just didn't interact with the chow nearly as much as i did with yeah, like, as we've established, there's not much of a reason to. They're more of like a diversion than. Yeah, it's much more. I mean, while while narratively it is a lot less cohesive for the Chow to exist in Sonic Adventure 2, uh, mechanically it's a vastly improved system. Well, I mean, they weren't extinct. Like, yeah, right? like they still have <laughs> reason to exist. That's true. It's just that they're not important anymore. Right, you know? they're not narratively important. Yeah, which is fine. Like this, it it doesn't. It doesn't worsen the experience that there's not, like, multi-layers of their existence. Right. So I want to ask you, Isaiah, how many did you name? 
of the new ones you made? Uh, <laughs> zero. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so I didn't get to interact with them that much because I just barely didn't have enough time to actually beat the game, unfortunately. But I like I spent the first little while not remembering how to name them. And then after a while I was like, oh, this is how you name them. Uh, all right, I'll do that later. And then I never got around to it. Oh, Lord. Well, if you could name them, what would you have named the main one that you put guys on? Last night I had a name for it. And I can't remember what that name is. And that, I'm, I'm very sorry that I have failed you in that regard. Well, also, another thing I don't like about this game mm -hmm. is that it's so easy to accidentally attack your chow, which probably goes along with Steven was saying how grabbing oh, things is very difficult. Yeah. Although it's a lot easier in DX because it gives you an indication of when you're going to do it. And I don't even think you can use the X button to attack, so you just don't want to press the B button. Um, yeah. Also, you know how Gamma is, like, virtually harmless to Chow? Yeah. In the original, you can lock on and shoot Chow. <laughs> That's great. That's really good. Oh, no. Also, I'm a also, big fan of that. Gamma, whenever he picks something up, he says, pick up. And whenever he puts it down, he goes, put down. And that's just fun. <laughs> can he do that? Does he ever get to go to Central Station? Yeah, he does. So can he pick up the, like, dude that's just a guy? I think so. <laughs> yeah, he, he can. I don't know if he says it. And plus, he gets the, the windstone for Windy Valley. Yeah. Oh, that's, well, yeah, but I wanted the, the image of him just, like, picking up a human man and picking saying, up pick a up. Man. <laughs> also, Gamma's voice actor uh, works... Specifically because he doesn't need to be a good voice actor. Well, no, actually, he needed to have no inflection, which he nailed. Because yeah, even yeah. when Tails sounds like he's dead inside, he's still being like, Oh, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> so, like, oh, yeah! He wasn't, he wasn't like, oh, yeah. Like, Tails didn't sound robotic, but, like, Gamma actually nails sounding like a robot while still sounding, like, I don't know, sentient somehow? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, like Gamma sounds like he's thinking when he says his robot lines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Alright, I think we gotta wrap it up, you know. Well, there's one more thing, actually. There's one last bit. Yeah. Okay. The mission mode in DX is weird. You get to, like, run around in the overworld map and pick up these credit cards that tell you to do things, and if you listen, <laughs> you get weird, like, like check marks on this big box, and then if you beat all of them for a certain character, we think that you get an emblem. We don't actually remember. <laughs> well, you can... If you get all of the emblems, you can play as Metal Sonic, right? Right. Yeah, so you have to do this in DX to get all the emblems. Plus, in the GameCube version of DX, you can unlock Game Gear games, which is how I was playing some games. That's really. true. Yeah. yeah. So, the the biggest thing to note, though, is that I think these are cool because sometimes they give you tasks, like especially Tails, what gives you tasks that require you to use unique mobility elements that characters have. Mm -hmm. So, like, my favorite thing about it was I was playing as Tails, and if you go to the jungle, one of the credit cards that you can pick up tells you to grab five balloons. But they're, like, super high in the air, so you kind of have to almost just exploit Tails' flight in weird ways to get them. Yeah. Which is, like, the game just kind of screaming at you that exploitability by design is almost a part of it. Yeah. And I think that's nice, because that's something that I was worried Sonic would lose in the 3D. And I think that as of late, he has. But in this game, I don't know why I said he, it's the franchise. The franchise is not male. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog franchise is not really held up with the exploitability by design lately, but this game especially lets you use speed and upwards mobility in really unique ways to get around obstacles instead of having to deal with them. Mm -hmm. And I think that this mission mode highlights that, because it basically just tells you, 
hey, go crazy in this environment and grab, like, five of these points, and that's all you have to do. It's not challenging, it's not annoying, it's just interesting. Yeah. Also, one of the missions apparently uh, implies that Red Mountain is hell, because you're supposed to bring a prisoner back, because it has a weird prisoner ghost in it. So, yeah. have fun with that fact. It was it was weird to me that the prisoners are in the mountain, like, in the lava part of the mountain, and then the lava rises. Like, yeah, they were already dead. <laughs> but they're more dead now. They burned in the lava. <laughs> Isn't there also, like, one of the tips that you get from Takal when you're playing as Knuckles is like, the emerald rests in the fiery hell. Or something like that? I don't yeah. think Takal ever actually gives you tips, right? She just no, goes she this does. way. No, she does. Okay. I only ever, I only ever got the this way. You, didn't, you clearly didn't grab them enough. <laughs> yeah, one of them is just like, the emerald rests in the fiery hell. And I read the phrase fiery hell, and I was like, hmm, Sonic the Hedgehog. Hmm, interesting. Mm, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Hedgehog. Okay, we, we definitely need to wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I, think, I don't think there's anything else to go over. I'm giving it a thumbs up because I have to. And it, I do love this game. I am also giving it a thumbs up because I love... I, I love the concepts of this game and I love playing it and imagining that it's a little bit better than it is you know like I'm giving it a thumbs up for the reason I'm giving uh, that I gave Knuckles Chaotix a thumbs up right except that I actually also have very positive memories associated with this game whereas I do not for Knuckles Chaotix I genuinely think that Knuckles Chaotix is a better and more polished game than Sonic Adventure ooh also yeah. I am going to give this a thumbs up, but that is on the, like, pretense that if you are playing this game as just a human being and you stop at Knuckles, you would have had a good time and would not have been sad about the loss of your money. But if we're talking about this game as a whole, it's awful. It's disgusting. I mean, like, I think you'll be happy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'll be happy if you play, like, anyone except me. No, I even, like, Gamma and Amy don't play well enough to warrant $60. I would love for someone to just remake this game. And, like, just polish it so much. No, just I... make Sonic Adventure 3. Wasting the resources on fixing this game. Like, this game is, like, there are fundamental issues with the level design to the point where remaking it is not enough. You would have to, like, you would have to fully, like. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, overhaul it. Like, redo yeah, no, the dialogue writing, it... redo the level design. You right. know, and like, at that point, just make Sonic Adventure 3 and make a better <laughs> game with better resources and better ideas. Like, yeah. it's, it's been, like, what, 15 years or something? Well, so, this was conceptualized as a Sonic RPG. And... Oh my god, guys, it's been more than 20 years since Sonic Adventure. Oh my right? god. Right. Yeah, 1998. Yeah. It's been 21 we... years. We've had 21 years to think of better things to do with 3D Sonic. Like, let's not go back to this. I guess so. I don't know, man. Like... Instead of having six characters, three of which are awful, let's have twenty characters, and they're all good. I don't know. That's a lot. That's a that's a tall order. That's no, that is not. a tall order to no, make them all different. All. To make them all different. As different as they are right now. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, Knuckles is really the only interesting character. So, so that'll be that'll be a game design uh, exercise for us to do later. Is try to come up with twenty different characters that play differently. Are and you pretending that you, Charlie, and I have not spent at least 72 hours of our lives, like, thinking about ways to make Sonic Adventure better? Look, I could I could do a whole podcast about that specifically. I think that it's a big, like, 
it's a big sign of the problems with this game that we spend so much time talking about how to make it better. And there are a lot of ways to make it better. Yeah. But so, like, I'm going to give it a thumbs up, but again, I want to be clear that that is a thumbs up for the parts of the game that you would naturally play as a person giving this game a passing glance. I am giving it a thumbs up knowing that it has problems and not caring. Yeah, Same. no, you're doing blind nostalgia. Like. No, this isn't nostalgia. I clarified in our part one bit that this is also me having just spent the past half of a year playing through all the Sonic games up to this point and being astounded by, like, what this game has become from then. You know? It's become garbage. Like, what, so nostalgia doesn't have to be a memory. Nostalgia, okay. in this case, is your feelings about the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise, which is that it can be something more than it is. And that is manifesting itself as hard as possible in this game, because this game gives you the sort of, like, means to do that, because it begs you to make it better. I'm... Like, you play this game, and all you can think about is how you can make it better, because it has interesting ideas and it executes poorly every step of the way. I, I'm, I'm trying to put this in historical context, I guess. Well, that's... I mean, I've already established... But you still can't remove it from your... Yeah. Anyway. Like, I don't think that you can separate this from nostalgia, and I think that nostalgia is going to play a key role in however you rate it going forward, because you've just played it, yeah. like, that way before. But, like, if you're gonna give, like, the middle Gex a thumbs down because of the <laughs> way it was built, like, you gotta give this game a thumbs down. I guess so. I guess so. Um, but it's gonna be thumbs up anyway. There's right, too much... Because of nostalgia. Like, just say it with me. It's because of nostalgia. I'm not going to say that. There's nostalgia and also just a lot of little bits that make me happy. Right, but like other games can do that. Yeah. With, without being garbage like this one is. Alright, we, we have to wrap up because uh, if I don't... Yeah. Follow us at nospin-zone on Twitter. Uh, send us an email at nospin-zone at gmail.com. You can follow me at DrawsCharlie where I draw something every day and retweet stuff. If I don't draw something a day, it means I am away from my scanner and cannot do anything about it. I do not have Twitter on my phone because Twitter kills me. And you can follow Isaiah Game. I I'm sorry, I'm not Isaiah Game. That. You That's your okay? Last name, right? Yeah, my I my name is Isaiah Game. You can call me Mr. Game. Actually, it's Doctor Game. So, uh, <laughs> you can follow oh, me at twitter.com/isaiahgames, which is I S I A H Games. Uh, I mostly tweet uh, game development related stuff because I am a game developer. Uh, but I also sometimes tweet jokes, and often those jokes are Sonic the Hedgehog related, increasingly, uh, because this podcast is making me develop a problem. Yeah. Um, hey, big guy. Nope. nope. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>